Um, we're trying to compile a list, right? That's the, that's the plan? Yes. Sweet. A list of cards that you think are good and things that you might like. Okay. Well. So I have currently... four. And I think we want to make it kind of... You were saying eight, eh? I think eight's a good number. I've got nine at the moment. I kind of just want to cut Ooh, some. Okay, so you got to cut one. And i got to find a whole lot more. <laughs> yes, yes. Typical. I usually, usually I'm pretty high on a lot of cards. I think like right now the reason I'm I haven't found them so much is I think there's a lot of text, so I look at them, and I kind of just like don't quite appreciate fully what it does because there's just like backsides and frontsides and. Mm, yeah, that's true. Actually, Mythic Spoiler doesn't true. really uh, lend a hand to that. It, it true because a lot of them let you like flip the card over. Yeah. Yeah, Mythic Spoiler lets you flip it, but. Oh, does it? If you can right. find the the actual spoilers, I couldn't find the spoilers <laughs> on the page. Right, right. I could see like recent spoilers, which yeah. was like five cards, but then I couldn't find the rest of the cards. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm at. Seven. Okay, no, actually, I'm gonna have to cut now that I'm, now that I'm looking at the rares because I was looking at the a lot of the like commons and uncommons before, but now that I'm looking at the rares, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to cut from my list. Ooh. There's a random beeping going on outside. It's really annoying me. Oh really? <laughs> yes. My window's closed as well. Like, I can still hear it through my headphones. Classic city living, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a cut! Good question. Screw it, I'm just going with nine. <laughs> <laughs> top nine. Top nine. Top nine cards. Is there anything with a top nine? Is that, is that, is that a thing that happens? Oh, I could. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like, there's nothing to say it has to be a top eight, but I guess, yeah, I, I see what you mean. Like, is there, are there any actual, like, sports or events or anything like that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Magic, if you add one to every number. <laughs> Yes. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> remember when Bit Call, cascading into Bit Call was a thing? I barely remember it, but I do remember it. Because I remember them changing the rules and being like, yeah. oh, that's how the rules used to work? Yeah. That, <laughs> you, you could fuse like, I, I, them. Yeah, I think I only heard about the rules because of the change. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I looked, well, I, I, I kind of, like, focused on it at that point, and I was like, oh. It was ridiculous. That that's how it worked in the first place, yeah. Yeah, it, it was ridiculous, because for three mana, you would get four 1-1s one with flying and draw four cards. Right, right. And instant speed. Ooh. Speaking of cards... Um, I have a lot now. <laughs> How many have you got now? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can cut this one. Now that I've seen some of the rears, and I can probably cut this one. Alright. This is sweet. This is sweet. This is sweet. So I'm at 10. Actually, this is going to be an honourable mention. It's not my top nine, it's it's an honourable mention. Oh, we got we got 
honorable mentions. That makes it easy. Oh, no, right? Make it no, top eight. I Make it top eight. <laughs> I, shouldn't said, I shouldn't have said that because now you're gonna have like twenty honorable mentions. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll just do. I'll do two because I've got ten right now that I'm interested. I want to talk about. Oh okay, yeah, okay. I find kind of cool. So okay, I'll do. Right. I'll do two honorable mentions in the top eight. How about that? All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. My top eight is gonna look probably kind of similar to yours, I reckon. But interesting. Hmm. Mine is heavily modern focused. Right. Mine is mostly modern focused, but kind of just stuff I like as well, yeah. Oh, yeah. But right. yeah, it's, it's mostly, like, re realistically, the most decks I'm going to build are going to be modern decks, so. Yeah. Actually, I've only got eight now. What happened? Where'd my ninth <laughs> card go? I don't even know what it is, so I guess this is my top eight. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. <laughs> Easy. Uh... I think this is cool. I'm, I'm struggling to, to put one of these into the honorable mentions category, actually. Ah, find this one. Maybe. Should I put that into the honorable mention? I guess. Okay, I've got a, I've got an 8, I suppose. Uh, it's maybe not the... Because I kind of just had a look at the cards and was like, these are cool. Um, but I, I haven't really had a super deep thing, but this is like my, my uh, eyeball 8. <laughs> Eyeball 8. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Are we ranking these or are we just... No, I didn't rank them. Well, I've got number 1 and then the rest are 2 to 7. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Sweet. They're, they're second equal, all the other ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't even rank mine, can I? Maybe. Well, anyway, um, yeah, I guess, do, do you want to kick us off with your one, then? Wait, I want to see the other side of this card first. Ooh. Also, I'm eating right now, so this is finally a mukbang. Well, I have shapes, so I'm technically eating Oh, well, nice, so. we, got the, we got it going! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did say, like, at episode, like, four or five, we we're going to try one. That is true, actually. We're doing it. Yeah. Unexpected mukbang. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, just, slash. I, I just saw the, the, the comment on one of the on Ren and Seven. Yeah. <laughs> the top comment is Ren and Sulfur X. <laughs> That's the name of the card. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. That that was gonna be my honorable mention, but I feel like people already know that it's good and it's like Right, right. Yeah. So I've I've got eight because I've forgotten what my ninth card is. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. So do you wanna you do said your it was Ren and Seven? Huh? Yeah, okay, fine, it's Ren and Seven. <laughs> Surprise, it's Rena 7. <laughs> anyway, you, you, you're, you're, what are your honourable mentions? Honourable mentions, alright. Um, two, uh, I guess one is, yeah, Liar? Disciple of the Drowned, because it's pretty cool. I'll, I guess I'll... Are we, we're testing out the, the new uh, audio-friendly reading attempts, right? Yep. So it's a, a blue creature for three blue and a blue. Uh, and it's a human wizard, legendary. Spells can't be counted, and it gives all instant sorceries in your graveyard flashback, um, as long as it's there. So, that doesn't go away, it, it, it's just there, equal to their mana cost. You can repeatedly cast the same card. 
Oh, it doesn't say they. No, flashback says it exiles it. I think. Oh That's yes, it works. does. Yeah, yeah. The, okay, the, the yeah, text yeah. on. Yeah. You got the. But for a moment, I was like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man of War first. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. glad that that's not what, how that works. That, that would have been ridiculous. Anyway, you got the mana. You got the mana cost template wrong. Did I? It's, yeah, oh, true. Through three and blue, blue. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There we go. We fixed it. Fixed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this card I think is pretty sweet. I, I don't know if uh, it's probably too slow for modern, but it is a really powerful effect. Um, mostly the the flashback like constant flashback kind of thing like if you can land this and stick it somehow for the rest of the game you can just play spells again from your graveyard that's really really powerful considering the fact that like past flames is just for one turn and that's like been historically very powerful card so I, I don't know if it's gonna like fit into any decks but definitely there's some power in the card i definitely don't think it'll be good enough for modern um but you only need one turn <laughs> and past flames is cheaper <laughs> yeah yeah and you can cast flash. You can cast it, pass some flames from your graveyard. And it doesn't die to removal. So, yeah, yeah, that's the the biggest issue with this is it just dies to removal. Yeah, it and doesn't die to prismatic ending, and it doesn't die to vault. It's true. It doesn't die to push. And, oh, mate, it, we fixed it. It's not. It's it's it doesn't die to removal. It dies to unholy heat though. It also dies to uh, whatever the white elemental is. Solitude. Oh yeah, dismember as well. Gains you three life though. Powerful. Yeah. Also, I figured out what my honorable mention was. <laughs> Oh, okay, what was it? Um, Take us away. It is... Uh, Exterminio del Linage. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's a cool card. Uh, but I anyway, like it. Butcher of the Lineage. Butcher of the Lineage? I feel yeah. like I heard about this one at some point. But yeah, it's it's one and black black for an instant, yep. and you can choose oh, you one. you nailed it. Yeah, I, I, I nailed it, yeah. <laughs> choose one. Target creature gets minus five, minus five into a turn, or... Creature tokens get minus two, minus two until end of turn. Oh damn, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I, 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 I just, I just, I just like it because it destroys you. It, it, it's, yeah. But um. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but no, I, I think it's a good safety net for something mm. like uh, uh, God forbid they print something like Field of the Dead again. But um. Right. But like. I, I don't even think would that even be good against Field of the Dead? Like it would be fine, but I don't think. I don't think that would do it. Nah. Well, it saves you for a turn, I guess. But I just like the uh, flexibility of the card. Yeah, true. I mean, being able to kill tokens is actually pretty relevant. And there's some matchups where, like, they have some tokens and some non-tokens. <clears throat> My dicks. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, both options are relevant. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, quite powerful. Yeah. I really hope it doesn't see a significant amount of play. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's three mana, right? Is that, that's yeah, a... it's three mana. One in black, black, yeah, so Yeah. And do you, you have another honourable mention? I do. Um, yeah, my other one is a card that I, I've only just seen, and I haven't really had a good amount of time to digest, but it seems kind of cool. It's a Suspicious Stowaway, which turns into Seafaring Werewolf. So it's a uh, blue creature for one and a blue. Uh, it can't be blocked, and when it hits a player, you loot uh, and... It has the whole daybound nightbound thing going on, uh, so that that was on the daybound side. On the nightbound side, um, it still can't be blocked, and it's a two-one instead of a one-one. Uh, and when it hits a player, you just straight up draw a card. Hmm. So interesting. The thing that I find interesting about this card is that it can't be blocked on either side, um, and obviously the whole 
a dice to removal makes it not necessarily a card that's going to take over any formats anytime soon, but since it can't be blocked, um, I could see this kind of being almost like a bob, where like, you play this, because especially you can have daybound and, or you, you can have it be day or night if you can control uh, that easily. I'm not sure like how easy that's going to be to control, but if you can make sure that it's night a decent amount of the time, you're going to have essentially a bob that deals damage to your opponent instead of you. Yeah, yeah. I think... It isn't blue, which already draws cards, so it's probably not like crazy. It it could be good in a Flash-style deck, because you, you want it to flip on the third turn, right? Yeah. Yeah. If a player casts at least two spells during their own turn becomes day and if a player casts no card no no spells during their turn it becomes night during their own turn no spells during their own turn it becomes night so on turn you ideally you would want to play this on turn two and then turn three you want to you would just want to pass the turn attack with this and pass the turn right so and then it flips so you get yeah, to loot yeah. you get to yeah, and, and you can leave up like archimedes charm yeah you could leave <laughs> i could i could see this be uh good in a like the mono blue aggro deck that was awful to play oh, against yeah true I, I actually could, that would totally work in that sort of shell yeah, yeah. i could or like blue green flash or something yeah, I, could, yeah. I could see this be really good in that yeah yeah um but other I just than thought that, it's interesting that it's a it's a 2-1 that draws a card every turn which is oddly reminiscent of a very modern playable card yes and it just can't be blocked <laughs> it doesn't make you lose life yeah so Busted. No, it. <laughs> it also it is kind of yeah. uh, disgraceful that the green side draws cards better than the blue side. But, but <laughs> you know, now that you mention it, but other than that, it's a good card. Flavor, <laughs> uh, color pie fail, but blame it, it on the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this is a karaoke stream now. Anyway, yeah, there we go. Um, Thank you for coming. Uh, uh, <laughs> Anyway, that's just the honorable mentions. You you didn't have any other uh, mentions, did you? Nope, no, I I forgot what they were. Okay. So um, yeah. Well, in that case, uh, just like a card from your from your top. Uh, did you mention narrow down to eight yet? You um, I have seven now. I'm not sure where the eighth one went. I'm just losing cards. <laughs> wait, what's I, happening with I, the numbers? Wait, my my cards are just. We've got a monkey in here. Because. <laughs> Because I just opened them up in separate tabs, I must have closed them on accident. Oh right. So right. I need to I need to find what it was. Reopen close tab. Um, I would do that. I guess we more time to find it first. So. Uh, what's that? Um, what is this one? Ah, oh, that card's kind of jank. Okay, fine. We got seven. Just, got just seven? say right. say that that butcher card is my number eight. But anyway. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So, I'm just gonna go in order of uh, tabs I've got. Um. Right. So. Wait. S save your best. Save your number one for last, though. Yeah. 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 Uh, and and don't say it yet because we'll we'll do all the other ones and then we'll do the the number ones. Have you got a clear number one? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay. Cool. What if I say your number one? Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Well, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> You could just you could just not say anything. You could just say well. You yeah. Could I'll I'll it, pretend like I don't care. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just say it's bad and then and then surprise us. Yeah. 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 Wow. I don't I don't think this this card has a shot in modern day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, join join the dance. Um, yep. 
that, that's my novel number uh, seven, I guess. Um, yeah. So it's green and white sorcery. Yeah. Create two one one white human creature tokens, and it's got flashback for three and green white. Yep. So. I like this card mainly for for you because you're you're the tokens man, oh. and I, I, I assume this is on your list as well. But yes, um, uh, but I feel like this is a good upgrade to some things that you've been playing in the past. Yeah, well, I've played uh, pretty much every other version of this effect that's existed in the past. I've played uh, what's the one that makes uh, two humans at sorcery speed, and it has a fateful hour. Oh. Something Gather the Townsfolk. Gather the Townsfolk. That's yeah. the one. I've played that one. That was I've original. played the one that makes two servos. Oh. Servo exhibition. Oh. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um. Doesn't get bored white by an Ugin. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Uh. Been almost relevant once, but I lost the game anyway because you can't beat Tron as tokens. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this, but, this um, is, this but, is yeah. just a strict upgrade on those cards. It is. So yeah. it could be interesting. Uh, Do you think there's any sh- chance that anyone other than me plays at a modern? Like, maybe not necessarily so. in top tier, but like that I'd actually see some some play, non-zero. I think there would be at least one person trying this in modern, other than you. <laughs> not the answer I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> it's the answer you're getting, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Can't, biggest can't be choosers. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, right, I do like the card, and I yeah. think it does have some uh, applications in uh, standard. Right, well. yeah, definitely, yeah. I think so. I can see uh, tokens being interesting in standard, actually. It's probably something I'm going to try at some point. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be cool. Alright. And I will be one of the two people playing it there as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it is a cool card, yeah, thank you. Appreciate the uh, the pick for me. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Alright, do you want to pick one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, next up, I reckon... I'll go with, uh, like, in, in rarity sort of increments as well, like... Voldaren Ambusher. Okay. Um, so, it's two and a red. It's a Vampire Archer for, uh, yeah, that mana cost. <laughs> That's how that works. It's a 2-2. Two, two. Um, and when it comes into play, uh, if an opponent lost life this turn, it deals X damage to a creature or planeswalker, where X is the number of vampires you control. So, okay. It's definitely that, that's kind of why I have it like a little bit lower on my list. I, I don't think this is going to be like a breaking modern or anything like that. But um, I do like obscure tribes and like messing around with them. And I think if vampires is going to be a deck, um, the fact that this is like removal on a creature for three mana is actually pretty interesting. You do have to hit your opponent uh, with it, or they have to lose life this turn, um, which could be potentially a little bit awkward. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's got it's got some potential in that it's uh it's got the whole uh flame tongue carvu effect. Mm. I like the <laughs> flavor text. Have to have, what's that? Yeah. Oh, the flavor text. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> kinda awesome. Yeah. That dude does not look like well I guess that's kinda the thing with vampires, right? They don't look like vampires until they're until they're vampires. Yeah. It it looks to me like a Twilight kind of vampire. That's well it is a vampire show, so I guess I guess so. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Like, this this ain't a real Illustrated vampire, man. <laughs> Not really, no, no. This is this is like Eldraine or something. It looks like this could be an Eldraine. <laughs> I think yeah. it's, I think it's got a really high upside, but yeah. the floor's pretty bad. The f- it's yeah, it's a three mana two two. 
Yeah, but you'll have a lord, so it'll be like a two mana, a three mana, three three. <laughs> but all your lords die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, vampires will be a solid tier three tribe. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> Oh yeah, my my turn, my turn. Yep, your turn. Um, all right, sunset revelry. So this this is a card we were mentioning before we started recording. It's like a it's one and a white sorcery. If an opponent has more life than you, you gain four life. If an opponent controls more creatures than you, you create two one one white human creature tokens. And if an opponent has more cards in hand than you, draw a card. So. If you're on the back foot in any situation, it does something. Um, which could be really good for all white control decks, I think. Because Timely Reinforcements was a card, not really seen much play nowadays, but it's definitely seen a lot of play in the past. And I think making this 2 mana um, could really help it. Yeah, yeah. That is interesting, though, that you point out that Timely Reinforcements doesn't see that much play anymore. Like, I guess it does occasionally when Burn resurgences resurges to the top yeah um, which but... which it's doing well now and all, all the Regavan decks I feel like this would be good against hmm interesting yeah unfortunately you would have to get hit with a Regavan first which is a losing battle in general <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but on the plus side it's not hitting you ever again so <laughs> yeah yeah true especially yeah through the one ones actually that's a good point um, yeah but, so, do you think this sees play outside of control decks? Mm, I don't think so, because mid-range decks, you're kind of playing to the board anyway. Yeah. Like, you've you, you got your Tamagoyf, and you've got you've got Ragavans and things like that anyway. So, yeah, I, I don't yeah, think you want probably anything... Yeah, not really good if you're actually playing creatures. Yeah, and you, um, don't, you definitely don't want this in an aggressive deck. Yeah. I don't think it'll be good enough in mid-range decks. So, I think it is just control decks. And I feel like the draw card looks good but it's not going to come up that often it will come up sometimes and it'll be great but i feel like the the draw card is like a a fateful hour kind of thing yeah 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 definitely but i think it's just if you remove that i think it is a better timely reinforcement right do you reckon there's any world in which this sees play and timely reinforcement sees play in some numbers like depending on the deck no i because three mana is just an awkward spot where Modern is just so fast that three mana just can't. Even if you do you get play a Teferi, <laughs> even if you do get all modes on the timely off, you still might just lose the next turn. True, and like, you might lose before turn three as well. Exactly, you might be just so far behind that a timely just doesn't matter, and this helps you. I think for yeah. for two mana, it's just so much better. Yeah, I don't think it will see play, but it's a cool card. You don't think so? Nah. Why not? because uh, it's my top one. <laughs> oh my god, is it actually? It is. <laughs> oh, wow. The big reveal. <laughs> That's your number one? It's my number one. I, 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 th I guess I should, probably, I should probably talk about it. I reckon we should just do it as a... If, if we hit it, we hit it. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, so now, now that I could be a, a bit more um, free with my <laughs> assessment of the card, I think this card is really good. Um, the reason I put it at number one for myself is because it's the card that I actually see myself playing regularly the most often. I don't think it's necessarily the the most powerful card in the set or uh, the card that like enables the most strategies or anything. But I feel like of all the cards that I've seen so far in spoilers, this is the card that I'm gonna see the most often in deck lists. 
like just randomly because I, I feel like any deck that plays white in an aggressive meta you're going to be considering this card even if you don't necessarily play it like I, i'd be very surprised to go for a significant period of time in modern without ever seeing a copy of this in some decks i think if burn is literally unplayable mm. which i think would make for a bad format um yeah this card would also be unplayable yeah that's true um uh, although even when burns like i think i'd side this in against zoo if zoo was a deck yeah zoo yeah zoo was a deck and i think i'd side it in against other like semi-aggressive decks like if you're expecting to get hit in the first couple of turns i think i'd put this in even in like i was saying um I'll, it, not seeing play outside of control decks but i actually think in a mid-range deck uh, where you don't necessarily have to contribute to the board that much um, I think this would be fine because you can always hold off a little bit like just play your removal spells and your hand disruption early or uh, planeswalkers or whatever else you're doing and like hold your creatures off for a bit until you can get maximum value out of this mm. but at that point I'd rather just play a Tarmogoyf like if, if you're True. if you're holding back your your actual impact impactful yeah. creatures I don't think it's it's good for your deck right right because but I feel what? like so say say you're playing Jun right, uh, and you play against a like reasonably aggressive deck. I guess you can still like I don't think it loses that much value by actually having things you can play to the board because like you say you do play a Tamagoyf and it gets uh, I don't know what, what's the the red removal spell again the one that has Delirium Unholy Heat Unholy Heat you play your Tamagoyf it gets Unholy Heat and then they try to hit you with a bunch of stuff and then you just play this anyway. I think yeah. they're going to try to remove your Tamagoyf to get through it if they're hitting you. Yeah, that's true. That's and true. if they can't remove it, then you're winning anyway. The also, yeah. also a bad thing about this in Modern is it doesn't block Dragon's Rage Channeler. True, which is relevant, yeah. But but it pitches to Solitude, <laughs> which does hit it. <laughs> yeah. Also, this can just gum up the board for a turn or two, uh, yeah. so you can just point your removal at, at Chandler instead of like your Ragavan, the Ragavans yeah, and, true. and whatever. So yeah, I guess to, to sum up, I, like, I don't think this is going to be like four of it, all the white sideboards or anything, but I definitely think like if you see a bunch of white decks, like decks that are playing white in the tournament, you'll see a few of these floating around for a while, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Future. It does pair um, quite nicely with Snapcaster. Four mana is yeah. just so good for that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, like, I, I think I'll be playing some in, in my sideboard. Maybe just, like, I probably won't play that many. Maybe one, maybe two, depending on how much burn. But... Yeah, yeah. You probably won't Actually, want... now that I think about it... You probably don't want more than two, right? Yeah, because there's also the, the green command, which I think is pretty interesting. Yeah, that one's also good. It might be... No, because you can't... They, they do come in tap. They're yeah. interesting. I think it's it's worth comparing to it. But, yeah. Anyway, that's that's it for me, but I just think it's cool. I think... I think, I think what's it called? Verdant command, right? Command, yeah. I think that's a better main deck card. Yeah, yeah, by far. But um, I guess if you pair them, if 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 you if you put them together like this on the sideboard, you, you your burn matchup is just like insanely good. Yeah, yeah, which is a thing I like to do. Just beat burn. I just hate on burn so much. I actually don't even dislike burn that much, but I find it fun to beat it. It is satisfying to beat. Yeah. I think it's also, it usually doesn't take mu that much effort for me to build my deck in such a way that I can beat Burn, so I just do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Burn players. <laughs> Not sorry. I actually like Burn. I've played it before, and I enjoyed playing it. Have I ever played Burn? I don't think I have. 
No, but you complain that you don't like it. You should play it and try it and enjoy the the glory. No. No, I'm not, no, I'm not playing Burn. going turn one red card, turn two, two red cards, turn three, win the game. Oh no, I played Obosh red. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's pretty that, much Burn. That's not, that's not a Burn deck though. It's not a Burn deck. Does it play Bolt? <laughs> yes, of course it does. All red decks play Bolt. All red decks are Burn decks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Alright, so that, that was anyway. my, that was my, uh, what, number six. Yeah, and my number one. I feel like I've had, you so far given me only cards that I have, uh, as, like, pretty highly on my list. Well, yeah, I, they, both, like, so. they both make tokens. You're they to both make tokens. You're, you're, token, you're token man. You're, yeah. You're, you're a token man. <laughs> <laughs> I am your token man. <laughs> no, I'm a token ape on this show. Oh, yeah, true, true. Come on, Actually, dress yeah. me by my title. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyway, that, that was, yeah, that was my number six. Now, your turn. Uh, I actually think it's your turn, because I I've, I've feel like I've talked more oh, about this Oh, okay, alright, the old, the old Uno reverse card. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, this should probably be in my honourable mentions, but I feel like it, yeah? it, it could be really good. And it's, um, What's this? Curse of Silence. Ooh, is that so, the one drop? Yeah, one drop white card. It's a, it's an aura curse, you know, chart player. And when it enters the battlefield, you choose a card name. Spells with the chosen name and trying to play a cast cost two or more cards. Uh, two or more casts. What? <laughs> I butchered this. The, the name card what costs two more to cast. Right. So it's, a, it's a one drop. Yes. You name a card, that card costs two more. Yes. It's not symmetrical as well. Um, oh, right. Or, yes. True. Or, Interesting. Which could be relevant. Yep. And whenever the enchanted player casts a spell with a chosen name, you may sacrifice Curse of Silence if you do draw a card. Ooh, so yes. they have to pay two more for the card, and you can draw a card when they cast it, if you don't want the effect So when they anymore. finally get over the, the extra tax, you still get to draw a card on top of it. That's pretty backbreaking. Like, if you said to me that all of a sudden, the card that I want to play costs two more and draws my opponent a card, I don't know if it's if that card's good, unless it's literally only the game. <laughs> yeah, the, the only issue I have with this card is... Obviously, this is, this is very modern focused. My list, yep. um, but I don't think this is better than Chalice of the Void at targeting the Cascade decks. Right. However, it is, I think, better with Luris. Because uh, oh, you can second draw the card, play it again. Yeah, play it again. Name something different, or name the same card if if you want. So, yep. it can. It could be really good in a, in kind of like a black white deck where you're you've got Thoughtseize Inquisitions to look at the cards in their hand because it it's not restrictive. It's any card, right? So you can actually kind of play it, yeah, as you say, kind of aggressively with with um, look at their hand effects. And yeah, exactly. Just pick exactly. random cards that as they're playing them. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it could be interesting with Loris. Uh, I don't think it'll see much play, anyway. Uh, but another another place it could be good is Enchantress because it is just a one drop enchantment, which right. which could annoy the opponent in some way. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, it, it's it would be fringe for sure. But I I think I have high hopes for it. Yeah, I could actually see it seeing some amount of play. I think yeah. one thing I want to see, and I don't really think this is likely to happen, but I I could imagine a world in which this happens, is um somebody playing one against you naming like. I don't know, Cryptic Command, Snapcast Mage, something like that. Um, in their own control deck, like out of the sideboard of their own control deck for some reason. 
and then mm. you gaining control of it with Archimedes' shot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't work because you're enchanting the player. Oh no! Yeah, Damn. no, you, you planned them foiled, but the, the, oh, yeah. I just thought that would be so funny. That would have been funny, <laughs> but no, that's not how it works. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that. That would be good. <laughs> Now we just need ways to switch. We we need a, a three mana counter spell that can also uh, move curses around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for that. Mm. Yeah. So that yeah, was I think my point about enchantress. Yeah, that... yeah. Yeah, it's pretty valid. I think yeah. It might a, a one mana play... enchantment is valuable almost on its own in that deck. Like, that deck plays some jank sometimes, <laughs> just do because it draws think... cards. Yeah? Do you think it? Oh no, it's not better than abundant growth because that draws a card on its own. This doesn't draw a card on its own. Right. Uh, I think Abundant Growth... I actually think instead of playing Abundant Growths, the enchantment decks should be playing Uterbius Brawl because a lot of them are both. already playing Blood Moon. They play both. Oh, do they now? Yeah. Okay, at one point I think they were... Um, they took out the Elves and they weren't playing the Sprawls anymore. Oh, I really? Thought. But um, I could be wrong. I'll look this up. I'm pretty sure they play both. Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, in that case, maybe what I was thinking of is that they cut the elves and they're playing the enchantment thing, whatever it's called. The enchantment um, thing. The one that we were just talking about, the one that draws a card. Uh, abundant growth. Yeah, abundant growth. Yeah. They, they cut the elves and they're playing growths. And I think they should consider playing the elves anyway, because th that's what we're doing in Daniel's deck. And t turn two blood moons. Just turn two blood moons, man. <laughs> It is, yeah, that is valid. Wins games. Yeah, this, this deck's playing for growth for Utopia Spawn. Right, okay, interesting. 3.6 anyway. and 100% of decks. Oh, wow. That's a very streamlined number for a deck that's still being, like, I feel like it's still evolving. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But yes, anyway, that was that was my, what, number five? That's or number. Nice. Yeah, number five. So what else do I have? I think all the rest that I have are rares and mythics, so I guess we'll go for a rare next. Um, I have Light Up the Night, which is X and red. Is that how we're doing it? I think red and X sounds better. Yeah. I'm going to go red and X. Um, it's a sorcery. Deals X damage to any target, where X... Uh, Oh, sorry. It, it deals X damage, where X is the amount that you paid for it, plus the red. Um, but then it also deals uh, one extra damage if the target is a creature or a planeswalker. And since that's mostly what you're going to be targeting with this, um, you'll be getting that plus one damage quite a lot of the time. So already this makes it better. It's like a fireball that deals a little bit more damage. One more. And it has flashback for four uh, mana, and one of which is red. And you can remove X loyalty counters uh, to reduce is that, is that how that works uh i've got to read it again now you remove x loyalty counters from among planeswalkers you control oh to cut to, to pay the x so yeah, instead of x. you can't pay x in mana but you can pay x with the loyalty counters instead from the from the graveyard hmm. so i guess the reason i'm um, putting this up here is not necessarily that i think this card is going to be good or played much um but it does seem like a really fun card um i think that the X plus one damage uh, makes it like kind of a, a fine card to play if you happen to be checking this on a deck. Like it, it deals one for one, uh, two for two, and so on scales. Um, and 
if you can play it in a deck that has a lot of planeswalkers, I do like the fact that you can technically kind of one-shot someone with this. Like, if you manage to have like a, a couple of random planeswalkers that just have some loyalty sitting around, you could like do a, a serious amount of damage with it on the flashback. That is true. Um, that, that is a really good way to to build your deck and like to get, have some reach. Like that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's some good reach right there. Yeah, and the fact that it can target either a creature or a player or a planeswalker, like it's still if you don't have the ability to just win the game right there, you can just use it as an extra removal spell for the price of a couple of loyalty or whatever. So I think mm. it's a kind of interesting there. Um, I still don't think it's a card that's really going to see much play. And I think if you have enough planeswalkers that you're making it lethal, you're probably winning because you have a board full of planeswalkers. But I'm going to try it. <laughs> I'm going to try one shot someone with this. <laughs> yeah. I think the rate just isn't good enough. It, it, yeah. It's just. It's so close, I think. But yeah. the rate's just not there. Like one for one, two for two, and so on. It's It scales nicely. It feels. It almost feels a little bit to me like. Um, What's the new card that uh, prismatic ending? In in that most of the time, it's probably going to scale more or less with whatever you're trying to kill as a creature. Um, but the fact that it doesn't hit other permanents, it, it just hits creatures, and it's still a damage based removal spell, so it's going to miss out on like anything that has more toughness than you'd expect for the mana cost. Is pretty bad for it. I think. <laughs> yeah. No. But it's like, it's, it's not terrible. Yeah. It's it's a cool card to to discard. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Mm. So yeah, it's it's definitely it's a card that I I'm gonna enjoy playing even if I don't necessarily expect it to see like a ton of play. But I could also be wrong. Maybe somehow there's like a way that it's it's worth just discarding a bunch of cards and there's like ways to make enough use of flashback that there's a there's some good reasons to play this in standard or something. Could be interesting. The issue with the flashback is you need some yeah. good amount of setup. Yeah. Like, you need planeswalkers on Battlefield. They need to have a good amount of loyalty. Um, and you need to True. not have them just die, you know? Because 4 mana for 2 damage. <sighs> for, I mean, th that's cheaper than Firebolt. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yes, it is. Yeah. But Firebolt does 2 damage no matter what. True. So... But yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's probably enough discussion of that card. But yeah, just an interesting one. I think it could be. It could be. I, could, I think it could see playing standard. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, look forward to it. Then. Yeah. Yeah. What do I? What have I got up here? Um. I'll leave that one till second to last. All right. Ooh. All right. This one. Yeah. Augur of Autumn. Oh yes. Is one and green green. Is a human druid, and it says you may look at the top card of your library any time, and you may play lands from the top of your library. So already this is very reminiscent of Corsa Crucifix. So that's literally Corsa, but you don't gain the life, right? Yeah. Oh, and it's got one less. It's toughness. got yeah, it's a two three. Yeah, it's got yep. one less toughness, uh, but it's also got Coven, which as long as you control three or more creatures with different powers, you may cast creature spells from the top of your library as well. I'm not sure how relevant that's gonna be. It, 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 it just has, it depends on how you build the deck, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but if if I'm looking at what the decks Corso Crufex were played in, they didn't have that many creatures in them. Mm. Uh, but that was more of a defensive card. This could be more of a mid range threat. 
So here's what I'm seeing, right? I'm seeing this out with a plant from the land that makes a plant. Colony garden. Uh, yeah, from col like this out, a colony garden token, and like a, a dryad of the Elysian Grove or whatever. And my opponent is going to look at the top card of their library, and it's going to be Titan. <laughs> it's going to be Titan, I'm going to lose the game right there. No, I don't think this sees play in Titan. No? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Also, this doesn't work with Dryad. <laughs> they both have two power. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that Coven is... I thought it was just three creatures. Three creatures with different powers is actually quite a lot harder to set up. It's... It, like, it, it, yeah. A Boreal Grazer, a Zeusa, and this. Alright. <laughs> the, the We've got it, we've broken triple it. Triple A, triple A, there we go. Um, the, the, yeah. I think this could be really good for Standard. I think it's really I, good for standard, yeah, for sure. It could also be good in historic, but I think for standard, I'll definitely be playing this in standard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just really like this kind of effect on a creature. Yes. May I interest you in historic? In this, in a bolus of citadel Because <laughs> <laughs> it gives you the extra land drop, so you don't fizzle as much. And it gives you a backup bolus of citadel if you it can get enough creatures what? on the field. No, it doesn't give you an extra land drop. Uh, oh, it doesn't... Oh, no, I was thinking of the other one. I was thinking of, um... Oracle of Moldiah. Oracle of Moldiah, which is kind of similar, but it's not. No, Oracle is way too good for standard, I think. Because, oh, you know why I was thinking that? It says uh, just underneath it right now where I'm looking on the page. Yeah, the, it says Thesaurus, the, the and then there's Oracle of Moldiah. Yeah, right yeah <laughs> I can see that too. <laughs> there we go. I got tricked. No, that's not how that works. Okay, yeah. never mind. Uh, not, not good at Citadel, then, probably. No, no. Uh, but no, I think it will be a yeah. real, uh, real threat right. standard. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I think it's very unlikely it doesn't see like any play, right? Like it's, it's yeah. just a good set of stats and abilities. Oh yeah. How, oh, that's uh, two two questions for you actually mm -hmm. about this. Um, one is, how do you say? It? Is it Coven? 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 <laughs> oh, Coven. Coven. Is it coven? coven? What does it mean? What does coven mean? Do you know? Uh, coven meaning. <laughs> yeah, there we go. A group, to the definition. A group or meeting of witches. Oh. Right, like covenant kind of thing. Like, same, probably same sort of root, right? Maybe? I don't know. It does look like a witch on it. It does, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. This um, is just a grouping of creatures, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah, actually, that makes sense. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, second question is. How hard do you think it will be to get uh, Coven on in different formats? Like, let's say standard, historic, modern. Uh, modern, I don't think any Coven cards will be played. Right. I think it's just way too hard in modern to have three creatures. And they have you, to have different... One, you think it doesn't make it as a, like, you're not playing it for the Coven, but you sometimes get it? Like, you just play the other one, right? Uh, I, th I think Corsa Crufix is just better in modern. Yeah. This doesn't die to Bolt. Oh, this does die to Bolt, I mean. Yeah, true. Whereas Corsa doesn't. Corsa doesn't Nobody even see play Bolt anymore. anymore, though. Everyone's cut their bolts for um, unholy, heat. unholy heat. Yeah, everything <laughs> dies to unholy heat. So, but um, no, I don't think this will see play in modern. This is this is a right. standard and historic card. Yeah, I feel like in those two formats, though, you're going to be able to turn that on sometimes. If you're playing like a creature, a, a fairly creature heavy deck. Oh yeah, it's going to be like Definitely. not that hard to turn on. I feel like it, there is the kind of argument that if you have three or more creatures with different powers. 
you're probably winning the game already. But the fact that I, I hadn't actually realized this is it's three more creatures, but like including itself, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So you need um, like a one power creature and a three power creature. Yeah, or a one and a zero, which I guess there's some instances of maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A wall. <laughs> oh, you can play. Uh, th there's like wall of roots or something in in historic. Is wall of roots in historic? I think so. I'm pretty sure. It no is. way. I think it is. I think they added it as one of the weird anthologies. But you're um, talking about wall of blossoms. Know. Oh, that one. What's wall of roots? Wall of roots is the one that puts a minus zero minus one counter. On oh, it. The, the one that adds mana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, not that one. Not that one. Okay. Yeah, wall of blossoms is the one I was thinking. That could be cool, actually. That actually that that's a good idea. <laughs> play yeah, that. Wall play... of Blossoms, Augur of Autumn, and like any other creature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Because you can then cast Wall of Roots off the top, and you draw the. Oh, there's there's Lando Elves, right? There's Lando Elves in in Historic. Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, mate, there we go. Figured it out. There we go. You could play just like a mono green mid range deck. I mean, that's actually really cool. That sounds pretty fun. <laughs> you can play Ren Seven. The other honourable mention, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, kind of keen, to be honest. No, I'm excited for that card, that's for sure. Yeah. Alright, what you got? What do I got? Uh, I'm going to hit you with a uh, a controversial card among our, our circles. Oh. Which is just us two apes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Bloodthirsty Adversary, which we talked about just before this, and we... we decided to uh to postpone the argument for the oh. <laughs> oh right yeah yeah so uh it's one in a red a vampire two two uh has haste that's kind of the base of it and um when it comes in you get to pay three mana any number of times so it kind of has the whole like multi-kicker-ish uh thing and when you pay that cost some number of times you get that many plus one plus one counters on it and you exile that many instant sorceries with mana cost 3 or less from your graveyard, and you can play them without paying their mana cost. So it's like Goblin Dark Dwellers, but it technically has upside if you have 8 mana for some reason. Um, so we can essentially ignore the multiple <laughs> amounts. Yeah, um, yeah. And it has the upside of being a 2-2 with haste as a base. What kind of deck are you putting this on? So I'm not sure yet. Like to be honest, I don't I don't think this particularly has like a huge home at the moment. Um but I do I, I do think there's something to be said for it. Because I think Goblin Dark Dwellers is a card that has some power. It, it's not a card that has seen a lot of play lately. Um But being able to flashback spells and get a body out of it is actually pretty good. Um one thing that I was thinking about when I when I put this on my list is that a lot of the times when I build decks, like I'm very conscious of the curve, and especially I guess this has been uh, something I've been thinking about in modern, where uh, I've been playing that, yeah, green-white sort of elemental tokens deck, which has a lot of really powerful three drops. Um, but you do occasionally get a hand where it's like all three drops, just because you have to play those cards; they're just so good. Um, and if I could play any of them as like a worse version for two or one, I think I'd play, I'd do that quite a lot of the time, so I was thinking that in some sort of deck that uh, would have powerful things to do with the flashback of it, um, or with the, with the sort of kicker ability, I think being able to play it as a 2-2 two -two with haste is at least interesting. Like, it, it makes it slightly less bad to have all these five drops in your deck, kind of thing. Is this better at five mana than... Um 
Dark Dwellers. No, no. What's the card? What What's it called? The The Red Dragon. That seemed like. Oh, uh, the one that makes treasures. Uh, Gold, Goldspan Dragon. Is this better Ooh. than Goldspan Dragon at five mana? I'm gonna argue that it's somewhat different because I think it depends on what you're flashing back. I, I think I agree. If you're playing it in a generic like aggressive deck or if if, if you're playing this in, in a if if you're playing a red mid range deck, yeah. Would you rather what would you rather have? I think it depends, but like imagine like this is not a realistic deck, I guess. But you're playing like a Madu ish like kind of mid rangey deck that doesn't mind like putting a clock on and stuff. And on five you just happen to have extra mana, so you go bloodthirsty adversary, flashback vindicate <laughs> or something, I don't know. Like there's there's some cool things you can do with it. Flashback like Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not denying I'm not denying that. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm I'm just wondering like in a red aggressive deck, yeah. A two mana two two haste, there's gotta be better red cards than that. Yeah, like even if it does flashback a bolt later, like that's not an especially efficient uh, thing to play and you, you've probably got better two drops in the most part yeah I think I agree like in modern I'm not really expecting this to see a whole lot of play unless there's some sort of like combo I mean we've seen like Goblin Dark Dwellers show up uh, recently in the deck that uh, spins new permanents onto the field with Glimpse of Tomorrow yeah but this um, literally which does, just doesn't this, work this doesn't work yeah, with, it, but... it doesn't do that but there are situations where like just being able to flashback a, a, a certain card like especially the zero mana cards um is interesting and like this lets you cast uh for example what do you call it the the footfalls crashing footfalls yeah um so i mean again like i, I don't really think this is going to be a, a huge player i don't expect to like ever see this in modern i guess if i'm gonna no, be honest I, I don't i think this is a worse enabler than the cast cascade cards by by yeah, a long shot yeah yeah so i don't sure. i so i don't think we'll see any play in modern yeah, but, but I, I could see I could see it being played in standard, and I could see it being a interesting card to brew around occasionally. Like I think it's it's not a bad card to have just for brewing potential. Where like sometimes you're gonna be able to do interesting things with it. Maybe I I feel like there's there's potential for it to be kind of cool. Yeah, I I guess you 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 will play four of these right in a in a like say you're playing a red burn deck, yeah. you're, you're playing four of these. If you do happen to have two in your opening hand, you can just play one on turn two and then and then hold up the other one until you have five lands. Mm, like that instead seems, of having like a bunch of five drops stuck in your hand. Yeah, that seems okay. That actually seems seems like a decent plan. Yeah, like again, I think I agree with you. Where most of the time, I'd, I'd rather just have like cards that are good on two, like properly good on two, <laughs> in that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like. I guess maybe I'm also just starved of good two drops because because <laughs> I'm so I'm so used to playing black white without Stoneforge, and uh, every time I see a two drop that has some some high upside, I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> you can do things with this. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, th I think uh, I, I'm pretty much on the same page as you. I just think it's like a, a pretty cool card, but probably not like a a massive player. Hmm. I think I think it could be interesting in standard. Yeah. Uh, it will see play in standard though, right? Like I think that's I think quite so. likely. Yeah. I just. Yeah. Don't see it being a competitive player, right? In, uh, even in standard, mm, I think I think it would not break. Uh, I I think it will be tier two or less, right? Because again, like, kind of the gold span argument, right? Like on five, you'd rather just do that. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. 
Who knows, maybe they print a busted 3 mana card that you just want to play as many times as possible. <laughs> yeah? Oh, you know what you can do with this? What? You can, uh, you can flashback, um, Tasha's hideous la laughter. <laughs> <laughs> True. You can. In your aggressive, in, in your red uh, mill deck. <laughs> red blue mill deck that wants a yeah. hasty 2-2. And I'll be a 3-3. Three, yeah, three. attack from various angles. That's They'll true. I'll never be able to beat both plans. That's true. That's why Mill plays <laughs> crabs so you can attack with them. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty much it for that card. Mm. Okay. I guess Vampire. Actually, sorry. Final thing. If Vampires are a tier 3 deck, this is a... Yeah, true, actually. <laughs> End of story. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. What have I got up here? Um, my next one is mm -hmm. Poppet Stitcher. Ooh, yes, that's a card I kind of forgot about actually, to be honest. Yes, I really like this card, and it's the only card. I assume it's, there's no cards with Decayed on your list. Um, Funny but... enough, there isn't, but I, I didn't do that intentionally. I actually think uh, like <laughs> I'll bring it up later, but yeah, even but... though I think. Uh, Decade is not really the kind of stuff that I want to be playing for the most part. Um, I, I don't think it's as bad as I was making it out to be before. No, you're slamming it. You're the, the, yeah, this is unplayable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but if if a Decay card would be playable, it, I think it's this one. Okay, well, take us through it then. So, it is a blue card. It's two and a blue. Yeah. For a human wizard, two, three. Uh, and whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell create a 2-2 black zombie creature token with decayed and decayed means the creature can't block and when it attacks sacrifice it at the end of combat and it also says at the beginning of your upkeep if you control three or more creature tokens you may you may transform poppet stitcher so you don't have to transform it right and it turns into an artifact where creature tokens you control lose all abilities and have base power and toughness 3-3 three, three. And at the beginning of your upkeep, you may transform Poppet Factory, which is the oh, so you can it. actually flip it back and forth. Yeah, so all of your decayed zombies, they all become three threes and lose decayed, so they can now, they can now block and they won't get sacrificed, which is great. And if you run out of your two twos, uh, your three threes, they die and everything. You just flip it back to the other side and make some more with instance of sorceries. I will say. It's a bit strange that the factory doesn't make anything. Yes. <laughs> the factory... T yeah, it just turns it's things... Closed. It, it, it just turns things into... No, it just processes them. Oh, yeah, alright. Yeah, fair enough. It processes the zombies. Yeah, alright, okay. No, I, I, get, I get that, actually. That makes sense. You, now that you've explained it, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But yeah, if, if you run out of tokens, you can just flip it back to Poppet Stitcher and make more zombies and then flip it back and they become 3-3s. Three yeah yeah oh, that's that's pretty sweet i do like that it is yeah um i was a big fan well i am a big fan of just uh spell slinger decks not so much combo <laughs> decks just cards just decks that like to play a lot of instant sorceries and gain value you like swiss beer swiss beer yes also um dynavolt tower back in kaladesh oh, yes. standard that was a really fun deck Mate. to play not even kaladesh standard um magic origins was that the the, the app Whatever. Yes, yes it was. I'm pretty sure they had Kaladesh on there, and Dynavolt Tower was one of the decks I played as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
It was oh, so man. sweet. Dinobot Tower is a really fun card. Yeah. But no, this, this is really like, it's also re reminiscent of um, Tolrand, which is really cool. And that costs 4 mana. It did make 2 2 flyers. Is it reminiscent of Tolrand? Huh? Is it reminiscent of Tolrand? It is. It's a creature, and when you cast it into the sorceries, it makes 2 2s. I guess so. I, I do think, like, without necessarily slamming the ability, I, I do think Decayed is significant enough that I, I don't think it's super comparable to Tolrand. Because if, if you flip it, um, then they do become, like, 3 threes w without that ability, so that's really cool. But you can't, like... you If, if you're doing that, then you can't attack with the creatures as you're making them, kind of thing. Mm. I guess that, that's the question. At, w at which point do you flip this? If, if you're making some some zombies, like, how many... It's probably going to depend a bit when, on the situation, but when, on when average, you want to what attack. do you reckon... What's that? When you want to attack. Right. So I guess it, yeah, it depends entirely on life total, you reckon? Yeah, I think it depends on life total. The only issue I have with the with this card is it's not very defensive. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's really bad at being defensive. Hmm. I mean, once you flip it, you do get to block, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, you do get to block once it flips. I guess... That no, I, I actually quite like this because um, you can be defensive until you run out of zombies. Then you can just flip it back, make a bunch of zombies, yeah. flip it back. So it, I feel like it could be quite quite a good defensive card. It does take some time to um, flip it; like takes one whole turn cycle. So is it just you may flip it at, at any point, like you beginning you of your upkeep? Well your... Yeah. Yeah, in your upkeep, you may transform it. Okay. Yeah. So you don't even have to, like, meet a condition for it? Well, the the front side does. You need three tokens. Oh, okay. So you you do need three... You it need... specifically says tokens? Yeah. Creature tokens. Okay. So in that case, I think you mostly would flip it on three. A lot, yeah, a lot of the time. you would flip it on three, yeah. Yeah. At that point, you're getting nine power of that's... usable bodies. Oh, yeah, that that is really good. And, yeah, that's really hard to get through. Yeah. And as you say, even if you do manage to get it through it, like you're not really incentivized to kill, spend your removal on the zombies, because like, yeah, but but you'll just remove the the puppet stitcher, right? Because then you're then the tokens become unable to block. But if it's flipped, doesn't it become just like a not? Aggression? Oh, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's just <laughs> so an it might be a bit harder to remember that. Point. Actually, yeah, I did forget about that. Actually, yeah, so you can kind of like secure your zombies. <laughs> secure the zombies. Yeah. Assuming everyone's in top deck mode and there's no removal or something, but it, it's gonna happen at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think I think this will be uh, a good way to go up the board. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, excited to build around that one as well. Yeah, I think it's interesting, interesting, especially, I do agree that once it flips over, the fact that it's a, a set of 3-3s, three like, mm. if you manage to flip it, you're getting 9 power, uh, yeah, which is like, that's going to win you the game usually, 9 power across 3 bodies is like, enough in many situations. Man, it turns your creature tokens into elks. We've seen that before. And it yeah, it, it does it for other creature tokens as well, right? Like, if yeah. you make other tokens, they get... All creature tokens. Man, that's kind of cool. So Mate, if you... Bent tokens would, would join join the dance, or whatever it is. Join, the, join for dance? What is that card called? Yeah, I think so. That's what it's called? Yeah, I join so. the dance, yeah. But, like, that is pretty sweet. Yeah. And that means you could flip it really quickly, actually, now that you mention it. Hmm. You could play this on three, and then on turn four, play join the dance, and then flip it next upkeep. Ooh, okay, you know, now that you're mentioning it, I, I kind of, I was thinking that it has to make the tokens itself. I was thinking it counts, like, its own tokens or so, like something somehow. That's kind of where I was approaching it from, but I'm kind of a bit more sold on it, since you can just make 
a couple of extra tokens like yourself and make it flip real quick. Yeah, I think it'll be good on its own. But I think there will be a way to, like, like, overpower it. Mm. Yeah. In draft, how how do you reckon? How good do you reckon this is? Oh, I'm so playing this. I'm so first picking this in draft. <laughs> oh, slam picking this in draft. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be very fun in draft. I feel like it, it will be kind of hard to. Oh, it might not be because there's a, there's a lot of cards Mate, that make tokens just, even at lower rates. Just take all the the considers. Yeah. The the surveil one draw one, common yeah. and just 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 jam. Go off. Yeah. <laughs> that does seem super fun actually. If you do that, call me. I want to watch. Yes. <laughs> No, that'd be sweet. Nice. Yeah. Alright, my turn. Yes. Um, I guess... It almost goes without saying, but Champion of the Perished... Mmm... Like... Yeah. I think Zombies is kind of a tribe that, ever since, uh... Armanket Has been, like... Actually pretty supported. Like, there's, a, there's quite a good amount of support for Zombies. And... It does have a few good one-drops. Um, but, I guess I should probably read what this card does. Um, <laughs> it's a single black for a zombie, 1-1, one, one. and whenever another zombie comes in, uh, it gets a plus one plus one counter. So it's champion of the perish, but it has perished. Ah. Which is fantastic name. Flavorful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a huge fan of the, the naming convention there. <laughs> yes. No, this is a really good card, and I kind of brushed over this one. Uh, right, right. Which... That's why it's good that we each have our own list because I, I definitely brushed over some of the other cards. Yeah, you've kind of sold me on Papa's Stitcher, to be honest. I was, I, I kind of like, yeah, went, went a little bit hard on the <laughs> what's it called, decayed, I think. But yeah. you know, yeah. I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of uh, curious about that card now. Mm, mm. But yeah, yeah, Champion of the Perished. Like, there's definitely some really good zombies, I think, in uh, historic and modern uh, that are going to be interesting. And who knows, maybe a standard there's a chance that you could make it work um, yeah oh but it's just uh yeah this and modern with like carrion feeder and grave tra- grave crawler yeah yeah you can grow this pretty quick oh with with oh man there's the undead augur as well that was in modern horizons 2 oh the double black one that's like a yeah three, two, it's seven. a it's a two two and when a creature dies you lose a life and draw a card oh yes which is a really powerful card actually that's yeah kind of awesome i can yeah. actually see zombies being like a different humans. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's not as, it's not as um, present as humans. Yeah. But I can see it being more resilient to removal. Yeah, definitely. So I, I can see it being yeah, like uh, as I said, different humans, like just maybe good against slightly different matchups, but. Yeah. Yeah, ether vile zombies. <laughs> I think that could be really good. Do you play blue? For uh, image, <laughs> image, nah. Yeah, nah, nah. I don't think so. No. <laughs> does humans still play image? It does, eh? Yeah. Well, humans isn't really a dick anymore. But um, mm. yeah, they they do, but because they can copy. Uh, Thalia's lieutenant and stuff. Yeah, they have more ETB triggers. Right. Whereas zombies doesn't really have ETB triggers, right? True, true, true. No, but you can target the image and it dies and you get all your death triggers. Oh, wow. Powerful. There we go. Oh, there we go. We've solved <laughs> no, the format. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but yeah, not too much to say about this card. I think it's just interesting and powerful. Definitely one of the stronger tribal cards we've seen in a while. Yeah, you don't often get tribal one-drops that are this good. 
Definitely, yeah. Except Merfolk sometimes gets gets decent ones. Like yeah, they got, they got Tide Shaper. Yeah, which is pretty sweet. And that one that summons a... a what's a volcanic island to your hand in historical or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of cool. But yeah, what about you? Do you have any other cards left on the list? Yeah, yeah, i got two more cards. Two more cards? Oh, mate, take how us many, away. What, how many cards do you have? <laughs> one. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, I did take one of yours. I took I took your number <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, my number two is a card that I really like. I yep. don't know how good it'll be, but I really like it. It's Sigardian Saviour. What is that? <laughs> it is three and white white for a 3-3 three, three angel. It's got flying. And when it enters the battlefield, if you cast it, return up to two target creature cards with mana value two or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. To the battlefield? Yes. To Drop the battlefield. Drop your beer. <laughs> it's... Ah. Oh, I really like this card. It's so... Did you say it's four mana? Five mana. Five mana, right. Five mana, three, three, flying. Yeah. And just being Man, able that's... to buy back two two drops. Man, getting back like a Luminar Aspirant, like play yep. this, get back Luminar Aspirant, put a counter on your Guardian Saviour, make it a 4-4. Four, four. Like, yeah, this could be really good. Good with um, Selfless Saviour. Mm. I can just see this be a really good top end for a white aggressive deck. Yeah, for sure. That's really powerful, actually. Yeah. And it's a cast trigger as well, so if you counter this, they're still coming back. But the fact that you get two of them, I, I had to, I, I've just looked it up again, because I was like, surely I heard that wrong. You get mm. two of them. You get two of them. What? Mm. That's so good. Mm. No, it's, it's, Do you it's... play this in zombies with all your sacrifice effects? Zombies? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But in a deck that can sacrifice, this could actually be almost good in a sacrifice deck. Like, if there's some sort of weird... Potentially. Like, imagine you're playing um, a... What, what do you call them again? Uh... Aristocrat's deck, and you get back like a blood artist, uh, and a, like another aristocrat effect. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty sweet. Nah, I I do like. I think it's just a really good fear card. Yeah. And in a mid range deck, or like an it's aggressive a deck. Three for one. <laughs> yeah, it's a three for one. It's just good. We're flying. <laughs> Again. Slam pick this and, and limit. <laughs> oh hell yeah! I think there's no way like I'm switching colors for this. Even like probably I'm splashing this in pack three kind of thing. <laughs> Double white man. What what is that? True. I'm switching to white in pack three. Sorry, That's true. You need to cut color just to play <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. No. I'll... I think I would honestly. I would consider it. I would consider it. Yeah. I'm definitely. I think this is gonna this win card. you games of draft left, right, and center if you get it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I'm hyped for this. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly I hadn't seen this card until you until you mentioned it. Mm. And uh I'm still taking it in, like that's powerful man. It is, definitely. Is there any chance to cease play in some deck in modern? Like five mana's a lot, but is nah. is there some way that it can work? No, nah, I don't think so. What if you're persisting it? That doesn't work. Can't doesn't it? It's if you cast it. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, no, it's, oh, no, it's not a cast no? ability. It's not a cast? It's, well, it's when it enters the battlefield, if you cast it. So they can just counter this and you don't get the things back. But it's... 
Right, so so if you persist it, it doesn't trigger. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it, if you sense. persist it, it is a 2 2 flying. <laughs> it is a 2 mana wind drag. <laughs> Uh, could have been a Stormcrow. It could have been, yeah. There is a Stormcrow in the set, have you seen it? Is there? No! Actually, here we go, take, take us through the Stormcrow in the set, because that's important, we gotta it's, know. It's not a Stormcrow on the front side. What? It's it's a 2 mana 2-1 two in blue, it's got disturbed- oh, I, I looked up Stormcrow, like I'm on Mythic Spoiler and I just searched Stormcrow, I'm like, <laughs> why is it not coming up? Sorry, uh, <laughs> tell me what the it's guy does. 1 in a blue for a 2-1, Yeah. and it's got disturbed for 1 in a blue, and when yep. you disturb it, uh... It is a 1-2 flying. Nice. Yeah. It looks awesome as well. Is it just that? Like, does it have any other abilities on the front or back side, or is it just that? No. And that's a good limited card still, like... Eh. <laughs> no? I guess it... I guess it's okay. It trades early, and then you can play a 1-2 flyer. <laughs> I feel like that's actually pretty good and limited. Uh, what, what's the rarity again? It's a... It's a common. Oh hell yeah, that's gonna see tons of play in Limited. I'm gonna fill my deck with these. <laughs> okay. You do you. Like, not, not, you not do like, you, man. <laughs> not high picks, but like, I think picks 5 onwards you're taking these, right? Like, Nah, I think these are nah? like, 10th onwards. Really? Oh, that bad? Yeah. What? Man, right. It's just not about that anymore. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe I'm I'm, uh, I'm too hyped on uh, multi-cards. You're hyped on Stormcrow, man. I mean, it's true. I do have a Stormcrow deck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but anyway, you've got you've got one card left, right? I have one last card, and you have one last card, right? Yeah. So we're gonna say this one together. <laughs> you saved it for la <laughs> till last. Well, I feel like it has to be on your list, surely. So um, yeah, on, on count of three. Okay. It's gonna be wrong. It's gonna be hilarious. But yeah. um, <laughs> all right, one, two, three. Faithful Ryan mending. What? What did you oh yeah, it is. What did of course, you say? About that. <laughs> what did you say? Briar Bridge Tracker. Oh, yes, I I did see this card. Yes. <laughs> but... I'm surprised this isn't on your list at all. Why? <laughs> it's sweet. All right, well let, let's walk through the card and then you'll tell me about why it's so bad. Um, but... it's not it's not bad. It's a good card. <laughs> I I just don't think I think it's better than some of the cards on your list. But it, but really. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um, oh, let, let's walk through it first. Let's walk through. Yeah. Um, so it's two and a green, human scout. It's a two-three. Uh, has vigilance. When it comes in, you investigate. So you get a clue. And as long as you control a token, it gets plus two plus O. So what this works out to is that you play it, you get a clue, and you have a four-three with vigilance, as long as you control some sort of token like that clue, for example. This is a really good card. I did look at it, and it should have been somewhere on my list. <laughs> um, the, the reason I was surprised that you didn't have it on there was not so much because I, I think this card's like crazy busted, but because I know you like Tyler Tracker, and I know this is not Tyler Tracker. This is this is very anything, far this from Tyler Tracker. Not Tyler Tracker, but it does have a little bit of that Tracker flavor. I mean, it does have Tracker in the name. Uh, yeah, it, it's definitely good, and it could be a good pairing in what we were talking about, uh, like a mono green mid range creature deck. Yeah, yeah, Like, exactly. this could be I really think, good. Yeah, I don't think this is seen play in modern, I guess right off the bat, I'm just gonna... Yeah, Because, yeah. like, track is just such a powerful card with fetches and everything. But, um, I mean, in Historic and Standard, like, this is just a lot of value. You get a 4-3 Vigilance for 3 is kind of a beating. Um, yeah. And they kill it, you draw a card for 2. It's just nice. Yeah, it's 
definitely good. I think it'll see playing standard. I, I, I do like it. I don't know what standard's going to look... The issue is we don't know what standard's going to look like now with Throne Gone. So I feel like this has a place in it, surely, right? Like, I mean, surely. I feel like it not, should. It's not a Lovestroke Beast, but it's kind of... It does an impression. As a, as a three-mana big threat. Big as a... Is is a word I you would you could use, yeah. But <laughs> I mean it's it's four power. It's four yeah, power. Yeah, it's full power, it's full power. Yeah. And it's not even on like as bread either. Like it has it has the, the potential to draw a card and It um, will always replace itself if it if it hits the battlefield, which is good. Yeah. And I like that you can sack the clue as well. Like it doesn't specifically say as long as you control a clue, you can you can sack it uh, and have other tokens around to keep the power high. Join the dance? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. Join oh, join the, see, it's, it's a powerful card. It's, it synergizes with all these cards. Have we, have we got we got a bent tokens deck? There we go. We <laughs> could be legit. Yeah? Yeah. Probably going to try it. Yeah. Sounds um, good. No, I like but it. But yeah, I card. also want to note the art, because those colors are nice. It is it doesn't, a really good looking card. Yeah, it doesn't scream green at me, but like... Dang, it's I want to walk through that forest. That looks nice. It's an archer. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, true, true, true. It's kind of growing. No, but it has a Kopesh. This, this Kopesh. doesn't belong in the, in the strategy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? All this is going to spring out of the pyramids any moment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, yeah, take I us do, to your I last one. Like card. Yes, my, my last card. Thanks for, for ruining the, the hype. But, <laughs> but, um, but yes, my number one card by quite a long yeah. shot, I think, is Faithful Mending. Yes. Uh, it is white-blue, so two mana, instant. You gain two life, draw two cards, then discard two cards. And it's got flashback for one and white-blue. So, we all know... What does this card do in Modern? We, we, we all know how fair Faithless looting was in, in Modern. A moment of silence. Yeah, a moment of silence. <laughs> for, for our deceased comrade. Uh, uh. I played a lot of Phoenix in Modern when that was the deck to play. And I played a lot of bad looting decks in Modern. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sad to see Faithless looting gone. It, it, it should be banned, I, I think. But I, I almost feel like it could, it could be fine. I feel like I it'll like be... Like I feel like it'll be like um, Golgari Grave Troll where they'll unban it, realise their mistake and ban it again. Yeah. Uh, Sadly, you're right, but I like to... I like to have a bit of hope yeah. lingering in the, in the back of my mind. But I think this is a really good step that Wizards are taking, mm. where they've made it two mana, done the same effect, and made it made the effect better, basically. Mm. I do think the fact that they've color shifted it is really nice. Yeah. Because it would have felt kind of bad to just get a worse looting and be like, here, this is what you get, kind of thing. Um, yeah. The fact that it's in a different color combination, and it's kind of restrictive, because you have to play blue and white to play it, is going to mean that decks are going to be like fundamentally pretty different that are playing this. Mm. Like they might play a similar game plan, but it's definitely going to influence your card choice in those decks. So it won't just feel like all the busted, all the same busted decks are just coming out again. I think. Yeah. Like I know you can play a lot of, um, you can easily play a four color deck in modern, but even that is going to feel quite different. I think to the uh, to the to the decks we were seeing before. Yeah. Like I don't think this will be good. In mid-range decks or control decks, filtering right. is just is just not what the blue and white Although, colors are really gonna need. It is instant. Yes, but I don't think it's that's it, it, justifiable for the card disadvantage. Right. 
Uh, I mean, that's what people said about looting at the start, but then everyone's playing looting, even even yeah, in decks and, with, like, and, no... Yeah, unfair decks. No, people were playing unfair decks as well. Yeah, there was, like, that, that Mardu, like, Lingering Souls, Dreadhorde Arcanist deck, right? Yeah, like, I'm not I'm not saying this is immediately going to be in all the blue-white decks, but is, is there any chance that you play this... Say you have, like, Snapcaster as one of your synergies, um, and you have, like, maybe one other playset of cards that's, like good to pitch or that, that has some synergy with putting cards in the graveyard mm. you might consider playing that in your, in your control deck if you're playing that kind of control deck right no i don't think so no okay okay no nah. you've played more control than i do so i'll, I'll take your word for it because i'm not I think, a huge control player i think for this card to be yeah. playable in graveyard based mid-range and control decks it would have to be either red or black right um it could be double it could be like like red blue or like blue black or like red white or black white right right i think it has to have red or black somewhere in the mana cost yeah uh because otherwise you're playing this in like a what a jeskai deck which probably won't want it yeah or a an esper deck which is where i'm thinking of playing it i don't think it'll be okay okay i don't think how does the esper deck uh list look yeah i don't think it will be good in an esper control deck or right. like an Esper mid-range deck with Lingering Souls or whatever. But right. where it will see play and it will be a very good deck is Esper Reanimator. Oh, right, because we've seen those black-white Reanimator decks around. Yeah, and this is and... another good enabler and a good way of finding your your Reanimate spells. It's also instant speed, so you can hold up counter magic. And it gains you life against the aggressive decks. Now that you mention it, I'm kind of scared of that because I've played against those decks quite a bit on Magic Online. I haven't been super impressed by them, honestly, at this point. I feel like they're fine, but I've been more impressed by a lot of the other decks in the in the format. Um, but if you add Counter Magic into the mix um, and cards like this to make the enabling like a little bit more consistent, mm. I could definitely see those being a force to be reckoned with. It's yeah. It's also white, which means well, most most of the mid range uh, mid range decks, most of the reanimated decks right now are just Demir, just blue black, right? Right, right. Or black white. Um, actually, yeah, they're black white, right? I think I've seen mostly black white ones, but yeah, I've seen blue black ones as well, but black white, right? Okay. Mainly, uh, but adding white gives you access to fairy as well, to Teferi. True. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> um. And really good just sideboard cards. Yeah. Uh, it also gives you access to Unburial Rites. Oh yeah. Which is a good one. You could you could play this... You could play like Gifts Ungiven with like yeah. Unburial Rites and Archon. Uh, True, because Unburial Rites you really want in the graveyard, right? It costs 4 mana if it's in the yard and 5 the yard. if it's yeah. in the hand. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Using this gives you a discount. That's cool. Yeah, and you could, you could play Lingering Souls in the deck. Um... Or as a sideboard plan, you could you could yeah. play four on the sideboard against mid range decks. Yeah, true. Actually, ooh. Uh, yeah, it's just you could also give four faithful mending, if that's something that you. Oh, you can as well. Uh, need the whole for... chuck in the graveyard, chuck in the hand, whatever. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. You could do some really cool gifts piles with faithful mending. Ooh, you know, I hadn't thought of that, but that's actually kind of sweet. There's some there's some play to this card, I think. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is this is why it's my number one. There is so much you can do with this with this card. It's gonna lead to innovation, and that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm really really hyped for this card. 
Oh, good pick, actually. I think I, I sort of didn't think about it that deeply, but now that you bring up all those points, I'm kind of hyped as well. Like, I'm probably not going to play a whole of that cut uh, just because I don't play that many blue decks. Yeah. Um, and you you cascade into it if you chuck and living it. But, um, <laughs> damn, it's powerful. Yeah, it's actually cool. Also, you can, um, if you don't, if you if you draw your reanimator target, yep. you can unmark grave for this and cast this. Oh, you can, true. Just so, yeah, so unmark grave lets you actually pitch cards in a way. Yeah, for the, from that. yeah so this, this can let you filter for persists. Uh, to reanimate your cards. Uh, this is a four-off card, though, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hundred percent. No, I'm hyped to play this in modern. I've I've already yeah. bought my playset of persistent on Mark Grave, and I can't find any Archon of Cruelties in New Zealand. <laughs> They're nowhere to be found. It's fine. Just reanimate. Uh, what's this card? A uh, thicket crasher. Thicket crasher. What yep. is that? <laughs> it's it's a four three of trample for four. Oh uh, yeah, true, true. What am I thinking? <laughs> Pog. Yes. I wonder if I ha also need to get Sarah's emissary. emissary. Oh, that's the one that uh gets protection. You you and it get protection from everything. Yeah. Of, of a card type, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be a good one to like side in. Or main deck. Card's true. pretty powerful. Or main deck. Good names against most dicks. <laughs> mm. But no, I'm hyped for this card. It'll be yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. It'll be good. Okay, here's another question for you, actually, regarding that card. Mm -hmm. um, blue, white, hollow one? <laughs> <laughs> no way. Nah. You can play um, Bizarre Trade Mage. That's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, surely. Surely. Uh, goblin lore and uh, in Korea better, right? Nah, because they say draw three cards, discard three hollow ones on them. <laughs> That's true. That's true. In my experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. But I'm gonna. I actually might try that to be honest. If I'm playing this card, I'm probably gonna try a blue white hollow one deck. Just to just a beam, just to mess around. Yeah, that could be cool. Actually, that could be cool. It could be. It'll be interesting Play to Esper. see. And you play Cookbook as another discard outlet. Oh. And you, you get to play... Uh, Asmore? Yeah. You just play Asmore off this card? Asmore. Asmore, Hollow One, and... Uh, <laughs> Emery for more Cookbooks, and for the Hollow Ones. Oh, this is kind of cool. It's, it's kind of neat. It's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> Probably not good, but it's cool. <laughs> I think this is a card that will lead to a lot of brewing. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. Oh, I'm already thinking about it somehow. I, I said I was going to play it, and I'm going to play it anyway. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably, definitely the, the most, yeah, one of the most innovation uh, creating cards, probably since the unbanning of, like, Stoneforge, right? Like, Yeah, I think so. Everyone likes looting. Everyone hates looting, but everyone likes looting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not the looting we want, but it's the looting we're getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I think it's going to be pretty cool. I'm looking forward to seeing some of the decks that come out of this. Yeah, definitely. I'm actually almost surprised they didn't print it in one of the Horizon sets. It feels like a very... I mean, it's, it's obviously looted... Like, they say, this is your looting replacement. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, it references looting in the flavor text. 
Oh, does it? What has been looted can be restored. I find it interesting as well, just to point out that on Innistrad, looting and fixing is the same thing. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you're, you're, you're breaking stuff, right? You're, you're chucking TVs at, at windows. At oh, I guess windows. so. Uh, yeah. And you're drawing two cards and discarding two cards. Yeah, true. And you're putting it all back together, you're still drawing two cards and discarding two cards. True, true. Yeah. Uh, maybe they're trying to make a statement that, like, th there's, there's, there's no difference between... Uh, between dis destruction and uh, and and creation, it's it's all it's all one and the same. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> no, you're going into something deep there. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going I'm on. I'm going into the. I'm doing the old uh, English class trick of uh, say something that sounds deep without understanding it. Yeah, yeah. The whole <laughs> saying a lot of nothing. That's how you get the excellences, man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I know. Uh, anyways, that's probably that's probably it for the session of uh, of spoilers, eh? Scuff spoilers, scuff spoilers. Yeah, is, is that our thing? We we can <laughs> our, our painted uh, scuff spoilers. Yeah, session. Yeah, no, that was good. If uh, if all goes well, we'll do this again next set. Oh yeah, definitely. I like how we've already made our top eight list, and the set hasn't even been fully previewed yet. <laughs> yeah. Like we're halfway through preview season. <laughs> yeah, we made this list ten minutes before recording. Well, I did. You. <laughs> I made it during recording, you made honestly. It during like, recording. <laughs> yeah. We're just both frank frantically looking through the, the spoilers. Uh, this was great, though. I got a joke, to be honest. Yeah, no, that, was, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs>